Seasons in the Mara Triangle. This is the Wild Out Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye, and in this episode, let's chat seasons in the Mora Triangle. So, obviously we know that the Great Migration, the peak of that happens between kind of July and October in the Mora Triangle. It's when all the wildebeest come up from the Serengeti, they hit the escarpment, they get funneled towards the river, and amazing wildlife spectacles take place. But the, the Mora Triangle isn't just a destination you can visit during those four months. There's a lot more to it. So in this episode, let's just quickly run through what the different seasons looks like around the year. Now, the year in the Mara Triangle is punctuated by the seasons, two periods of rain, the long rains and the short rains, with dry seasons, times of drought in between. Some animals are year-long residents in the Mara, but others, mainly the wildebeest and zebra, respond to all these changes in rainfall and vegetation to create the world's greatest annual migration of animals, the Great Migration. So, if you look at rainfall and temperature in the Mara, so we talk about the long rains and the short rains. The long rains is basically the months of March, April, May, and kind of into June-ish. So, from March, let's call it March to May, those are the long rains. And it's a lot of rain. These are when the floods happen, when the rivers push up and so on and so forth. The short rains is basically end of October, November into December. So if you've come to us to, to the Wild Amara camp, you'll know from August onwards that you get these beautiful buildup of clouds every afternoon. Thunderstorms. You might get a massive thunderstorm in the afternoon, and then it's clear again for a few days as it builds up. That all heads towards the short rains. And then the long range, which will be March, April, and May. Now, that said, I've been on private guided trips in the Mara during April. And even though a lot of the roads are closed, touch wood, I've had amazing sightings every single time. So it's still a destination you can look at year-round. And we'll look at the details now. From an average minimum temperature point of view, this kind of hovers around the 10 degrees Celsius mark year-round. So what's that? 10 up to 12? It's about 50 degrees Fahrenheit as a minimum. It can feel a lot colder because of the wind chill factor when you're driving, but on average, year-round, the minimum temperature is round about the 10 degrees mark. Now, the maximum temperatures here, um, during January through May, you're looking at high 20s touching 30, right? There's a bit of a drop in temperature from June, July, August, where it comes down to mid-low 20s. This is, this is in Celsius. And then again, it starts building up from October. So the cooler months, if you will, is June, July, August, even a little bit in September, and that's mid-20s, with the morning still being around about the 10 degrees Celsius. So let's speak Fahrenheit, uh, 10 times 2 is 20 plus 30, that's your conversion, uh, is around about 50 degrees, and let's say we work on an average of 25 degrees Celsius during migration season, 25 times 2 is 50, plus 30 is 80 Fahrenheit. So very pleasant days. We're close to the equator there, so it doesn't vary too much. But like I said, there's a small drop in temperature from June through August. But mid to, to early 20s is kind of what you're looking at. Right, let's break this down. January and February at the start of the year. The short rains are over and the Mara is green. There may be occasional scattered showers, but it's largely dry. This is the hottest time of the year with daytime temperatures up, like I said, close to the 30 degrees Celsius mark. The migrations are five months away. They're all down in the south, but there are still a lot of animals in the triangle. All the predators, lion, leopard, cheetah, and hyenas are still here, now hunting the resident herbivores which live in the triangle all year round. The Mara is the only 
uh, is the only one of the main rivers still flowing. Most streams have disappeared, with others reduced to a string of pools or vanishing into the marshes. Now, not all the wildebeest and zebra go on a walkabout to the Serengeti, and some of the large herds do remain. There are also still loads of gazelle, both Thompsons and Grants, and elephants are largely resident, as are the big herds of buffalo, eland, impala, and topi. Um, it's one of the interesting dynamics with the lions. During uh, migration time, when all the herds are in town, so to speak, the, the lions do specialize in wildebeest. They can literally put their paw out and catch something as it runs past. But in the off-season, if, we'll, if you will, from the migration, the lions tend to focus on buffalo and also warthog. But it's one of the few uh, populations of cats where they have a dramatically different prey species from in-season to out-of-season, if you will, all because of the rain patterns and the movements of these large herds. Right, March, April, and May, which is the long rains. The rains begin in March, peak in April, and are kind of over by the end of May. They transform the landscape totally. The usually languid Mara River becomes a torrent, watercourse filled to the brim in hours, and the areas named marshes on the map literally becomes lake. You can't drive there, you will get stuck. Much of the Mara becomes impossible, camps close up, and there are very few tourists. Now, before I carry on, like I said, I've had private guided trips in pretty much every month of the year, but April for me, Joni and I have been there on two occasions, one of my private clients, and it's rocked every time. It's been amazing with sightings. So the cool thing is, you have the place to yourself. The Some of the camps do close up. We Our Mara camp doesn't run that time of the year, but there are still the lodges that are open. So if you're looking for something in the off-season, make get in touch and let's talk about it. It's definitely worth it. Uh, the rains bring back the magic and refreshment of the land. In his book, The Marsh Lions, Brian Jackman describes the almost springtime effect when the whole country seemed to shine with a kind of a new minted freshness and every plain lager, marsh, and hollow buzz seethed and pulsed with life. That's from his book, right? This is the time when the grass grows again in preparation for one of nature's most spectacular events, the Great Migration. So the long range from March to April is kind of where the whole system uh, regenerates itself. Now, if you've been to the Mara Triangle during off and peak season, you'll know that it's almost like a different world, right? It's probably, to me, one of the most dynamic ecosystems in Africa in the way that it changes. Long grass, lots of animals, low grass, nothing. It, it's incredible. Right, June through October, the Great Migration. The annual migration of wildebeest and zebra begins far to the south in the short grass plains of the southern Serengeti. I did record an episode on the migration. If you just go and check it out, that, um, you can find more details on there. The herds approach from the south and the east, and by the end of June begin to spill out into the triangle and the vast plains on the east of the Mara River. It's a time of plenty, and over two or three months, the raiders from the south concentrate on mowing down the tall oat grass until it becomes dusty stubble and the predators have um, supper walking onto their plate basically every day like i said they can put their paw out and something will run into them that's how how intense it can be for the visitors it is the time of unbelievable number of animals and for the spectacle of the mara river crossings by thousands july is the driest month the plains become pretty dusty and it will not rain much until october like i said during the end of october or during the, from like uh, August, September, you start getting those little build-ups in the afternoon. Every four or five days, you get a nice thunderstorm and then it moves on. But this keeps on building until October when um, when we move on. So October and December is quiet again. So by October, the grass is all gone, pretty much. 
mowed down by two million mouths. The land is suffering from five months with little or no rain, and the herds begin to head south to Tanzania. Soon the, as soon as they are gone, the Mara is left to the resident animals. But not all the wildebeest and zebra migrate, and there are still substantial herds remaining at this time of year. Many animals, such as buffalo, topi, impala, and elant, remain within their home range, and although elephant do move between the grasslands and the acacia woodland, they often occur in huge herds. All the predators remain. They do not follow the herds, as some writers would have you believe. The um, cats are territorial, remember, so for them to keep moving following herds would go against their territorial instinct of protecting an area. So the, the predators move. They, they tend to move further away from the river, and they're not as concentrated around that river, but they definitely move, um, stay and do not move with the herds. In November, the short rains bring the rejuvenation, rejuvenating moisture, and the grass, now fertilized by the dung of two million extra animals, begin to grow again. By the end of the year, the plains are again a sea of tall oat grass, and the whole thing starts again. So, as with any system anywhere in the world, you've got your peak season, shoulder season, off season, but the Mara is a destination you can visit year-round, as long as you manage your expectations. The, the beginning of the year, tall grass, good game viewing all round. As you get into the long rains, it's very wet, a lot of the off-road tracks are closed, you stick to the main roads, there are not many tourists, but you can still get amazing sightings. Migration time, obviously there's a lot of animals. There can also be a lot of people, but that's manageable. And as you then get later on in the year from September, the rain starts building up again. So if you have any questions, um, let me know. All the information that I've gotten for this series of posts or podcasts on the Mara is from the little official guide, Masai Mara, the Mara Triangle, by David Watson. You can get these little books at the... Um, at the airstrips when you land, or if you're coming with us on a wildlife trip, let me know and we can make a plan to arrange one for you. Really handy little book on the, the place, the animals, and so on and so forth. Anyway, guys, as always, thank you for listening. If you want to get in touch, Jerry Fennevolt on all the social media platforms, hit me up with a DM and let's chat if you have any questions. Otherwise, I'll chat in the next episode. My name is Jerry. I'm from Wild Eye. Bye for now. Hey.